and uh, we're within it that we're looking at moth infestations. And uh, he joins me now on the line. Dr. Moore, good morning to you. Good morning, Keith. How are you? Good. Thanks to Jen. Good of you to join us again. Thanks indeed for joining us. There ha- seems to be a problem with moth infestations uh, compared to the same time last year. Yeah, so what, the moths that we're talking about are textile moths. So it's not just the, the you know the standard moths that you might see flying outside or at night time. These are, these are ones that have carved a niche um, within our homes. And what they do is they, 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 they have the ability to digest keratin, which is a protein. And you find keratin in natural fibers, such as um, in our hair, in wool, in furs, and in feathers. So where we have, let's say, textiles at home, it could be in an antique chairs, it could be in a woolly jumper, cashmere jumper, these moths are, are, are taking hold. And, and what we're seeing is, yeah, we've seen a, a big increase um, in, in, uh, in the call-outs relating to those pests. And is there anything that can be done about them? Um, it, it is. Well, it's funny. Can I get I'm you listening. closer there, Colin? Turn the phone if you don't mind. I'm losing you there. Yeah, I, I was. Um, I was just listening to the, your ads beforehand, and it's you know one of them was spring into summer, and I think this is one of the reasons why why we we probably get such an increase of calls around this time of the year. Um, because people leave the spring cleaning to spring, so it's not really just for spring. <laughs> um, it, they only find the problems when when they've they they uncover or open up wardrobes that they haven't opened for for a while, and suddenly they find oh my woolly jumper is is has got full of it's full of holes. Mm. Um, so it's it's about cleaning it. A lot of a lot of it is cleaning and storing items correctly. Um, you know you could you could store items in bags um, provided they're dry, um, and so that so that the pests can't get hold of them. Um, and they, you know, they're quite, quite free from. So pests make make it difficult. So you're saying prior make to make it difficult. You're saying maybe put them into those ziplock, you know, the zip, the big square bags that you can put, throw in under the bed. But if you have material that you're not using, store them properly. Yes, exactly. And and there's other sources of of um, of these pets would be things like birds' nests. So when you think of historically where where they originated, they originated in things like birds' nests, which would contain an awful lot of feathers and, and, and even fur and, and all sorts of detritus, but also in animal lairs, they, they, because this is the food source they're feeding on the, on the, uh, on the keratin of the, of the fur and the feathers. So when we have a house and we know that there's a, house, a nest is inactive, um, get rid of it. Don't leave it there. Don't leave it um, up in the attic space. Get, get rid of it because it's a source of, of infestation of not just textile pests but other pests as well um, and then other people might store their, their carpets for example so they might have a woolen carpet or cuts off the carpet and say I'll keep that because just in case I get a <laughs> you know I get a spill or something I can replace a bit of the carpet um, just be careful and just keep just keep an eye on them don't just let them you know fester away in, in, in the attic because they can be a source of, of reinfestation as well So you're saying look clinically at what's within the house Yes do do absolutely now the the animals can they can obviously they they prefer natural fibers they can take a hold in in blends where you've got synthetic and and um and natural fibers as well but they prefer obviously the natural the natural fibers and do these moths need to get out do they need water um they very little um they they, they don't really the, the bit that does the feeding is the bit that does the damage and that's the larval stage so the adults, they do very little. They, 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 they wouldn't be very long-lived. Um, but it's the, it's the larval stage which, which could last for months uh, in its development. Um, 
And you also uh, say in, uh, in the information you give me to vacuum regularly as well. Yes, because um, when you when you do clear out an area, when you when you're doing your spring cleaning, you, you remove all your clothes and from from the cupboards. Um, it's a good idea to vacuum because you might have have eggs in corners and cracks. Uh, you know, there might be fibres stuffed into the, the cracks and crevices of, of your, your wardrobe. So it's good to get rid of all of those so that you can then, you know, make sure that there's no eggs from the uh, from the adults left. So just, I mean, I know you're the area the, the um, area technical manager for Rentacle. Uh, when, you, when you're at home at night time, can you relax? Because you seem to know everything about everything that's around the house. <laughs> well, the one... The one thing, when I travel, uh, the one thing I really do worry about is bed bugs, <laughs> because there isn't a single pest control person in the world that doesn't check their bed for, for bed bugs. So when you're staying in hotels, you, that's the first thing that you do. <laughs> how, how would you know what a bed bug looks like? Um, well, they're, they're kind of disc-shaped, and they're about five millimetres in, in length, the adults would be. Um, I'm so scratching looking, myself here now, Colm. You're flipping yeah. me out enough today. The psoriasis <laughs> will be red raw by evening. Go on. Yeah. So there you go. So they, they're, they're sort of browny colours, um, but of course they can be quite translucent because as, as they feed on your blood, they become darker. On my blood? Uh, yes, they will feed on, on your blood if they're, if they're in your bed now. That's <laughs> and, and that's the other misnomer. You won't be in the bed mattress. People sort of say, well, my mattress is okay. Uh, they're actually in the seams and, the, and under the buttons and in the folds of the mattress. Well, the I'm not going home at all tonight. <laughs> well, no, you, you probably don't have them now. No, we don't. You know. <laughs> I don't if you change sheets regularly, does that stop bed bugs? Uh, not really, no, because, you know... You, you find them in hotels and the sheets are changed, you know, on a daily day. basis. Yeah. So it, they, it's it's not the bed, it's per se, in a heavy infestation you're going to find them there. But you'll also find them in the lockers, the side lockers, in the telephones, in the, you know, in the in the headboards, in, even in a, a picture frame, you know, you'll find okay. them in the most unusual places. I'd say you'd be a great guy to go on holidays with all together. Listen, it, 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 a great lunchtime <laughs> companion or a dinnertime companion. Uh, lovely to talk to you again. Dr. Colin Moore of rent kill and now he's given us food for thought and a good scratch as well. He's the area technical manager with rent kill our thanks to him uh, for taking a call. Fascinating stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Bed bugs.